There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new bubbly bursts. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. Hi, I'm Matt. And I'm Bowen. And we want to introduce you to the new cantina menu at Taco Bell. Ooh! It's an all-new chicken menu with fresh new ingredients. Great as a lunchtime option. Taste for yourself. The slow-roasted chicken, Mm. pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. Okay! With new menu options like cantina chicken tacos, burrito, and quesadilla, there's something for everyone. With this new cantina chicken menu, the possibilities are endless. Try the new cantina Tina Chicken Menu at Taco Bell. Canva presentations might be the most visually impressive presentations you'll ever use. Start with a stunning template, use it as a springboard for your design, add images, graphics, charts, and data visualizations from the massive media library. It's easy to wow any audience with Canva presentations. Canva presentations are perfect for any deck you want to design for work. Sales decks, marketing presentations, onboarding plans, you name it. Any department can nail their presentation with Canva presentations. Perfect, record, and share a talking presentation for people to watch on their own time. You'll appear in a video as a talking head on the slide, and it's the perfect solution if you can't be present in person or if time zones are tricky. Nail your next work presentation with Canva presentations at canva.com, designed for work. Hey, everybody. Today's show is brought to you by Casper.com. Receive $50 towards any mattress purchase at www.caspertrial.com forward slash Las Culturistas. And by WarbyParker.com. Get a free five-day home try-on at www.warbyparkertrial.com forward slash Las Culturistas. Five pairs, five days, 100% free. Las Culturistas is brought to you by the Forever Dog Podcast Network. Be sure to check out more original comedy podcasts at foreverdogpodcast.com. All right, enjoy the show. Come on. My grandma and your grandma were sitting by the fire. My grandma told your grandma, I'm gonna set your flag on fire. You're talking about henna, henna, henna. Aiko, aiko, ande. Giacomo, fino, anane. Ding dong, Las Culturistas calling. Greetings, Earthlings. Ooh, Ooh. I hear an alien. (laughs) You you heard me arrive. An alien has arrived. Can I be honest with you? Yes. I was trying to thematically set the scene for our guest. Okay, yeah. That's honestly what I was doing. I clocked that. I clocked that because, look, um, he's otherworldly. He's earned uh, the title of Space Prince. And I don't know if he's really earned it as much as it's self-proclaimed, but you know what? We can get into that. We can talk about that. I think there's, I think it intersects at both. I think that you're probably right. Okay, let's go so through the credits. So who are we even talking about? Oh, come on. Let's go through the credits. Well, okay, if you insist. So first and foremost, 
you've seen his incredible work this season as a writer on Saturday Night Live. Like, truly hit the culture hard in the face. Hit the culture hard in the face. Truly. And and you know what? The culture hasn't recovered. Culture has not recovered. And I hope they don't recover. Wow. I hope they don't. That is vicious. Savage. Yeah. Um, and you can see him uh, this summer in August at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. Uh, he's doing a month-long res- residency there. Uh, check him out if you happen to be in Edinburgh. One month long. One month long. It's so long. I mean, but, I mean, come on. I mean, the d- demand is there, honey. Absolutely. And, of course, look out for the upcoming Comedy Central Half Hour, which is going to be just fabulous. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Savage culture, savage garden. Okay. It's the savage that is... Julio Torres. Hi. Hi, Hi. Julio. How are you? I'm great. I'm okay. That's good to hear that you're great. Yeah. Because I know you're going through something stressful, which is moving. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I am apartment hunting. Yes. I, yes. And you're meeting with a realtor after this. I wish it on I And I'm meeting with, yes, I am rushing after this, so uh, to go see a, a place in Fort Greene. Okay. Which is... Not the the neighborhood that I saw <laughs> myself in originally. Yeah, yes. I was gonna say. Yeah. What What were you gonna say? Well, I think that you should be around uh, sharp, um, <laughs> like a very industrial. I think yes, that you should yeah, okay. see the brand all the way through. Yes. To okay, me, there's so too much the, green in Fort Green for you personally. There's. I don't think, uh, like brownstones are for me. No, no. I like no. I like glass. Yeah, I like a lot of glass. I saw a place in Williamsburg today mm-hmm. that was, believe, apartment number 13. Okay. okay. Lucky number 13. <laughs> and the the price was great. Uh-huh. The location was perfect. Uh-huh. Perfect. The kitchen was too big. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The, and aesthetically, was it good? It was fine. It was, it was, fine. He, it was uh, a large bedroom yes. and a large... Uh, living area and a kitchen that is daunting uh-huh. in how big there was so many cabinets wow i i i wouldn't know what to do with it's them. a red okay. flag it's it's too much and i here's what i need yeah i need i don't need a kitchen i just need like a, a mini fridge yeah 100 percent. put like half of an iced coffee yep. yes but i'm not going to finish drinking yes and you want to see what happens to it over time Yes, yes, exactly. exactly. I don't I don't need all these like there were so many cabinets it was truly <laughs> upsetting. It so, was like what I wouldn't begin I don't have dishes. Shit. Yeah. Right. Well, you know what though? Sometimes that shit is very it it seems one way and is another like we looked at our apartment and there were so many cabinets and I was like this is too many cabinets and guess what? It ended up not being enough. No, no, because you uh and your boyfriend mm-hmm. first of all are two people. That's true. Yes. And second of all, you you enjoy uh, making a meal, maybe, or like eating. He does, and he does. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't. I if it could not have a kitchen, I would be so happy and take that extra space. Wow. If you, you know could what? reject, I totally agree. if you could reject domesticity mm-hmm. wholesale, yes, you would. I saw another apartment that was also <laughs> that was also reasonably priced. Okay. Even better location. Wow. Wow. You it you was, mentioned the last location was perfect. Yes, yes, okay. but this this is even better. <laughs> okay, more than perfect. More than perfect. Uh, it had a backyard that was so big it <sighs> was upsetting. Because what would I do with? Yeah, <gasps> you only wilderness. need a small corner. I 
I don't I don't want to sit in my bed yes at night uh-huh. and thinking about mm-hmm. the acres that I that I <laughs> that own <you> have. <laughs> and yeah. have nothing to do with. Are you just wow. averse to scale in general? Is there a room no. in that? Okay. No, no, no. I am not. If if it were like a giant loft, I would take it. There you yeah. go. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, Form has to equal function. Yes. And also, yes. And also a lot of these places I would end up paying for things I don't need. need. Like a backyard. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't want it. Okay. I don't want to be you know, when I, I when when I was shown that, I was like, Well, what did we say? <laughs> I am not a creature of uh, uh, a wilderness. Well, yes. worth. No. I want. I. Right. I need air. I need. Yes. I need to be. You need, I need the space. To be up the creative space. Yes. Yeah. Like for for me for you, the plants can't take up the space that your ideas and thoughts would take it up. Yeah, and also just like I. What am I gonna like barbecue? I no. Don't know. <laughs> no. Barbecue. No. Although I would. I would. Uh, I would say you could do a bang up job. Just retrofitting that backyard to your sensibility. I don't think so. I okay. disagree, and I passed. <laughs> he passed. It's already passed. done. I mean, it's right. already done. Here's Someone, the thing. some like an ancient couple is living there, and they're probably loving <laughs> yeah. it. They're probably so happy. They're probably and so good for happy them. There. Yeah, that ancient couple. If if a baby can exist in the space, it's mm. not for Julio. Exactly. You know yes. what? It should yeah. be dangerous <laughs> yes. for a baby. It okay. should be. It should be like, oh no! If the baby gets too close to that wall, it'll break. It'll and fall. <laughs> the baby, the baby will break. Yes. 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 I just. I. I think that you'll find it. I just don't know if you're gonna find it in Brooklyn. Is that weird to say? Are you a? Are you? Where, where you don't want to go into Manhattan. No. No, I don't think I want to go into Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Like I saw. Okay, I saw another place today. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh Eighth floor, beautiful view. Okay. Uh, Fort Greene. Okay. Uh, small. Uh, it's a it's a studio. Okay. Uh, the kitchen was as big as uh like a like um like an airplane kitchen, so it was perfect. An airplane. Yeah. Okay. Kitchen, so yes. like, like like those tiny kitchens, like a little that the kitchen stewardess have yes. just enough yes. room to do what they needed. To. Exactly. Yes. yes. That's unbearable. That, so okay. it was perfect. <laughs> it was perfect, except. The I mean, taking a, a word that you love, Bowen. But yes. The building was frankly classist. Classist. It was classist. It was classist. classist. It was. It the requirements almost <laughs> suggested that not only okay, it's reasonable for them to want to know that I can afford it. Yeah, that's very right. reasonable. But it's almost as if they wanted me to prove that I've never been broke. Oh, it's insane like, the shit that they ask for. That I've never, and that is. No uh, thanks. I, do, I do not think so, honey. <laughs> I do not think so, honey. Can I pitch something to you? Yeah. I'm going to pitch the financial district. And I before... You know, I would love the financial district. I would I fantasize yeah. of, of living <gasps> high up in the financial district. Yes. tower. Uh and, and just overlooking a maze of gray buildings. Yes. And it's there's no one there at night. Think yes, of the Instagram absolutely. stories of Julio reaching his his gnarled hand out, casting yeah. a spell upon the his financial do- his district. Domain. I think that you living on top of all those men with their like dumb faces and big butts. I think you, thinking about you reigning over them. I think I want you to live there because I want you to destroy them. Yes, I want you to destroy them, and I think that, that only beautiful. you can do it. That's how yeah. I feel. What do you think? I, I, I would do it as long as the building isn't prissy. Because I have a I have okay. a, a little lightning bolt uh, earring. Yes. 
dangling mm-hmm. from my from my from my body. I can't like be part of a co op. No, 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 no. I can't no. be part of a co op. I can't. It's too much. It's too. It's too much of a commit. I already. You know, I belong to two unions, yeah. and I I work for television. <laughs> so it's very difficult. I don't I don't need more commitment. You've already right. just I don't been dragged down by other people's <laughs> needs. Yes, I don't I don't need it. Wow, I wow. agree with you. You don't need it. I mean, but being being in a co op building that doesn't mean you have to necessarily be involved unless you're on the board. Am I am I on? No, you have to be. No, involved. but that but that means that I don't know. But that means that I I I, I have proved to them that I am worthy of their presence. Right and no. I don't no. think so, honey. I don't think so, honey. That is who needs it. Julio has transcended just having to seek out that sort of approval. No, but I I don't think anyone should go through that sort of approval. <gasps> Thank you. I, I don't. I yeah. It's like. The whole, like, I, I remember when I learned that I had to apply for college, mm-hmm. I was like, outraged. What? I was like, was excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. What, is, what, is, what is with all of this? And it's, I'm just going to say it, it's a very American thing of just oh, having yeah. to prove yes. your, uh, your status over and over mm-hmm. and over wow. again. I was just talking about this with my father. I was like, you know what's stupid? Like, the concept of college. Like, mm-hmm. you don't actually have to be good at the shit that they teach you in high school in the world, so why is it so fucking high stakes? Yeah. It's so stupid. The SAT is a joke. Okay. Well, that's a corporation that's just a, a yeah. monopoly in college. Board. But they make you feel like, well, you know, there's there's everything you've done, and then there's the SATs, and they hold equal weight, which I'm ha- I think is changing, but I don't mm-hmm. know. I also haven't... I was a college tour guide. Really? Oh, uh... What college? What? What college? The new, the school. new school. The new mm-hmm. school. Yes. College, I wanted the them to know. I knew, but I want them to know. That, yes. those that was home. a nice save. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you, bitch. I know, I know my Julio Torres. So history. you were a tour guide at the new school. I was a tour guide at the new school. Uh, and the only... I, I was just reminded because I the SAT requirement was something that I had to know, but one of the many facts that I never learned. <laughs> yeah. I just sort of bluffed my way through the through the tour. I think it's becoming less important. Well, I think I feel like I can't (laughs) believe you were an you were a college tour guide. I was very bad at it. I was very impersonable. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, uh, you you know how you're supposed to like walk backwards and talk. Yeah, I refuse to do that. I never did that. Uh, I would just pick them up. From wherever wherever I picked up, like the Welcome Center mm-hmm. or whatever the name of it was. No, the Welcome Center. I know for a fact it was the Welcome Center. And then I would just take them to the uh, the first building and we would just walk in silence. We would just walk in outer silence. But when I saw this one building uh, that I had like a bookmarked in my head, I would turn to them and say, we're almost there. <laughs> And where was the ultimate place you were going? Yeah, where was the destination? The destination was a building on 13th Street uh-huh. and like close to 6th Avenue. So wow. this is a, it's a, uh, well, you guys went to NYU. It's like yeah. pretty much the same deal where, where yeah. there's no. I think I exactly, I know what place you're talking about too. It was like a yeah. big new school building. Yeah. But there wasn't much intermingling between the NYU kids and the new there school wasn't. kids. I don't wasn't. think so because I feel like NYU if it were a person, please. Go ahead. Yes. Say it. Come on. Say it. it would ahead. be this very sort of like mm-hmm. career hungry, eyes on yes. the prize. Yes. Uh, sort of like Miranda. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's what it is. The new school just sort of like rolls out of bed at noon and mm-hmm. it's just like, hey, 
is an Aiden. <laughs> like that's is an Aiden. No. <laughs> Okay, wait. No, Aiden. Aiden's maybe like brown. Aiden or... is brown. Well, then what is the new Ooh. school? A, a Blair from Gossip Girl? The new school <laughs> is unrepresented in media, frankly. <laughs> You're right. We need a show that really gets a new, gets a new school gets vibe. Gets a new school vibe, yeah. Yes. No. Uh, yeah. Listen, we're talking about your your past, and I feel like this is now. This the is moment now. This is the moment where we, we pose the question to you, Julio Torres. Yes. Now, what was... I truly don't know what it's coming, because even though I love the beginning of your podcast... <laughs> do you 15, 15, 15, skip it through? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 to no. get to what? I think I think Julio just stops when he stops, but Julio yeah. one time... <laughs> Thank you. I think, I think during this, when the Sam Taggart episode came out, Julio messaged me and said, wow, is Las Culturistas going to be the first podcast I listened to all the way through? And it wasn't. And it, was and it wasn't, but it was not, but it was very close. Yes. Yeah, that Sam Taggart episode got real shitty in the last 15 minutes. Oh, did it? I have to no, say, I'm just kidding. I have to say it is, you know, it comes as a great honor for Julio oh, to say this. Oh, wait, hold on. You know what? I am going to comfort Taggart on, because he came for me and us... He came for us in our. He came for us in our. I don't think so, honey. And he came for Kelly Clarkson in the I don't think so live show. Which you better. You better. Okay. (laughs) Let's please. You know what? Let's. We'll get into it. But first, (laughs) let's let's start at the beginning before we can get to that cultural high point in Julio's life, which is hating Kelly Clarkson. Um, So this is the question we ask all of our guests. I don't hate Kelly Clarkson. I don't. I don't have the reverence for Kelly Clarkson that that you have. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. This is the question we ask all of our guests, Julio, which is. What was the culture that made you say, you know, growing up as a young Julio, culture mm-hmm. is for me, I want to step in a cultural direction. Yeah. What was the culture that made you think, I could use culture? Yeah. Does that make sense? It does not. Okay. But answer it, whatever what, it means to you. Whatever it means to you. And Hillary, I'll, Can you I'll, give I'll, me examples of previous answers? You know, you know. Julio, I'm talking about films that influenced you, television shows, oh, sp- oh, I perhaps, see, I perhaps see, musical I see, yes. artists, but also perhaps maybe your upbringing, things like in the culture that's that influenced you. Yeah, to for, being the, who for, you the, are for now. those of you who are not in the room and are listening to the podcast, when I've been grabbing <laughs> at the air trying to said explain. in the culture just sort of grabbed uh, the air in abstract everything <laughs> for, yeah. for me, Julio. Yes, everything is tangible. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. That's You're, all. You are very tactile, very like. Uh, kinesthetic tangible kinesthetic person. person yes yeah um um i, I ha- think that at, oh yeah no no, no no please 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 i was gonna bring up mary alice young but that is kind of yeah, a peripheral I want, thing. I want him to bring it okay up, well all right all right i'm sorry well that was <laughs> i was already fully formed, a formed by that. cultural yes. person yes i think that uh i grew up watching uh, very old American TV shows mm-hmm. that I thought were current. Yes. Oh, wow. Uh, that I, I loved I Dream of Jeannie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. And I, I thought I was under the impression that I Dream of Jeannie was being <laughs> shot uh, like weekly in yeah. California somewhere. Yeah. Yes. And, oh then I, and then I came to learn that years have passed <laughs> and that I was looking at a uh, a dated a time piece capsule. of yeah. yes yeah oh my God, uh, I, I loved Agrima Jeannie I loved so Jeannie yes uh, had this like pink outfit and a pink uh-huh. bottle but Jeannie's evil twin oh had God. this she was a brunette and she had this like <laughs> of course sexy green outfit and the inside of her bottle <laughs> and we're coming back to the first uh, topic of conversation the inside of her bottle was had just had a 
gray marble table with a fruit plate in the middle. <laughs> what color were the walls? Which it, it, had, it had green accents, okay. but it, it was not as like oppressively uh, filled with fabric like her sister's okay. was. So that is the apartment I'm looking for. Did wow. you uh, you found yourself drawn to Jeannie's twin? To Jeannie, to Jeannie's twin. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's that's really that makes specific. a lot of sense to me. That out of I haven't thought about I dream of Jeannie in like years. I think about I dream of Jeannie maybe once a day. Okay. <laughs> That makes a lot of sense yeah. to me, actually. Yeah, does it? <laughs> like, the magical aspect, yes. the, like, yeah, definitely. I loved just wondering what Jeannie did inside her bottle when yeah. she was waiting yes. around for the astronaut to come back home. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh was, my God, was he that was the show? an astronaut. Was yes. his name Greg? Major Anthony Nelson. Oh, Major Anthony <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I guess, what a blind Did you spot. watch that one? I barely watched I Dream of Jeannie. Oh, I love was always AMG. aware of it. Were you a Brady Bunch fan? No. Okay. Nothing that was... Um, I didn't really care for anything where the concept of the show was family. I was <laughs> I was reading that from you. Yeah. yeah okay. I, I, that always rubbed me the wrong way. The, okay. the, the hokiness and the... Uh, uh, the lesson learned at the end of it. I no never had. I could never mm. stomach like Full House or yeah. any of those or any of those shows. Wow. What about Three's Company? I know? never saw Three's Company. Okay, I think that you should go back and revisit Three's Company. The premise a, of the show is there's... Very convoluted pre- pre- uh, premise. It's basically this guy, Jack Tripper, mm-hmm. pretends that he's gay so that he can move in with these two hot women. One blonde, one brunette. And... And oh, Suzanne wow, Summers okay. is This is blonde. very important because I had no idea that was the plot. I thought... Oh, yeah, in I, the 70s. I thought the plot was just... Uh, three people live together. Three people live together. <laughs> so, wait, so then... He's throughout, not gay. Throughout the, of course not. He's on television. Uh, <laughs> right. So throughout the, uh, he's a lead. He has a lead role he's in television. television. Yeah. You better. So believe. he's not gay. Um, but the, um, so the pre- So was he hiding his heterosexuality throughout yes. the show? It was so stupid, but it was like just stupid enough that it was like believed by a broad audience. It was he wanted to live with these women because just to he was attracted at them. to them. I guess just to look at them or maybe eventually reveal that he was actually straight. I don't know how the show turned out. But mm. he was parading as a gay man to in what, order to what, be there. What were the, I cringe to think of, what were the <laughs> techniques that he used to he convince that he was gay? He didn't act super gay. Okay. I think he just like wore loud pants once in a while. Got hmm. it. See, I'm not familiar with Three's Company either. I think we all should go back and revisit it. I don't think so. I think <laughs> I don't think it's. I don't think it deserves our... That's fine too. I don't think it deserves our tribute. You know, rule number 79 of culture, no one has to do anything. Rule, what, is, what number is that? 79. 79. 79. No one has, no to, one do no one has to do, do anything. anything. Well, what about... Okay, I think... You know what the spiritual successor of I Dream of Genie is? Mm-hmm. Bewitched? What did we think of <gasps> Bewitched? Not the no? successor, the contemporary of the I contemporary. Dream of Genie. Yes, were they at the they same time? They were on at the same time, okay. I believe. But I, I got my... I have my timetable so warped, as you know. But I, <laughs> I think that it was on at the same time. Sure. Do I think like that? that it was just, I think it was sort of like a deep impact Armageddon type deal where yeah, it's like you, yeah. could, you could have like two of like kind of the same. Sure. I, here's, here's what's, uh, I should have liked Bewitched more. Yes. Because was she was, a, she was a witch with agency as opposed to a genie that's submissive. Right. Yeah. She right. was also dumb. Genie. A captive dumb genie. I, yeah. Barbara Eden played her like sweet and naive. Yeah. And whereas uh, the lead in Bewitched 
she was Elizabeth something. I think so. She yeah. was very uh she was very proactive. Yes. And she was very much the head of the of the household. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you um, see the remake with Nicole Kidman? I did see the remake with Nicole Kidman. Thoughts? <laughs> I I I think I think what uh what the majority what the majority thought. Which is that. that Christian Chenoweth steals the film. <laughs> was she in it? She was in it. She played the neighbor. <laughs> and oh, it was, I see, I see. I remember as in a post-Wicked world, and as a little little gay boy, me being so excited that Kristen Jenner was But the, the premise of the movie was that they were filming the TV show, They right? were remaking the TV show. Very stupid. Doesn't need to be that dumb. It was just very... There were a lot of levels. There was just a lot... It was working yes. on a lot of levels. And yeah. I... You know, Nicole, Nicole Kidman is one of my favorite actresses. Yes. Wow, and I think that's you. why I... That's why I watched it. But... Uh, I like I, roughly 50% of mm-hmm. of Bewitched. No. What, what is it about is it? Nicole for you? Um, that she can play weak in a very commanding and powerful way. That's it. Very, very astute there. That, yeah. yeah that, that is she, what it is. <clears throat> that she, her, my favorite movie of hers and maybe one of my favorite movies ever is Birth. <gasps> yeah, birth. Are you familiar with no, birth? No, oh, birth I'm so is. But, uh, but it's in, amazing. It's... In birth, she plays this uh, uh, very, very wealthy New Yorker uh, who is getting remarried. Mm-hmm. She's a widow. She's a widow. She's getting uh-huh. Remar- uh-huh. remarried, and during her engagement party, this little boy knocks on their door. She opens the door and she's like, "Hi, who are you?" And the boy says that he is the reincarnated spirit <laughs> of her deceased husband. And then they have a relationship. And then she sort of cheats on her fiancé with this little boy. And it is her trembling is so powerful. Yeah. <laughs> There's a scene which is literally a five-minute close-up on her face as she watches opera. Yes. And it's... Oh, I'm, It will I'm, leave you shook. I am it, sold. It, it, it is... It's true. And even in her loud performances, like even in her big performances like Moulin Rouge. I've never seen Moulin Rouge. Oh, Julio. You will It's worth it. You it's will love it. it. Would I? Yes, I think that you she would. She cops I, blood. You you'll love it. She Okay. <laughs> she dies fantastically of tuberculosis. <laughs> yes. Okay. And I think that you're going to be irritated by the first 30 minutes of it, but you got to stick with it. Julio Because is... you will appreciate what's happened in that portion of the film later on. Um, we're going to out Julio right now as one of those people who just, just doesn't get the, the diegetic concept of musicals. He doesn't yeah, understand why it, they have to sing. It takes me... Yes. yes. You know who else I... doesn't get it? Baz Luhrmann. <laughs> and that's sure. why Moulin Rouge works. Okay. Oh, yeah. oh interesting. And so that's it's... why Julio will connect to it. Yeah, it's a connect with it's it. fully batshit insane. Okay, but mm-hmm. but talk us through your um I'm not gonna say disdain, but your sure. your just um your skepticism of musicals as a concept. I think that the the suspension of disbelief uh-huh. where a character is having a conversation and then they break into song yes. is just I can't make that leap. Okay, but what about like in, in the movie adaptation of Chicago, for instance, where mm-hmm. you find out that all these numbers are taking place in the protagonist's mind? What about that? No, that makes sense because the protagonist presumably has a very she's seeking, rich she, musical, uh, and she wants to be famous, and so she's yeah. So thematically, it fits. Yes, uh, but no, you don't like just breaking into songs. So, yes, for example, this sentence. What's your reaction to this sentence? Mm-hmm. I can no longer speak. 
so I must sing. Oh, kill me. <laughs> Wait, what is that from? That's just the rule of musicals. <laughs> when you can, when the emotion yes, gets yes. so big that you can no longer no. speak, you must sing. Really? Because no. that's I how I, I literally live my life. I don't. <laughs> I don't express my emotions musically, and maybe that's where I can't uh, yes. connect. But you are a lover of music. Sure. But you just yes, don't express yourself I, musically. It's like, yeah, no, I don't. I, I, I see. I, yeah. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Hey, everybody. During the break, let's quickly talk about a couple things that are important to most people I know. Comfort and style. Crocs Classic Clogs and Sandals have both covered. And when we're talking about style, we mean personal style. There's just so many colors and so many gibbets charms. You can dress up your Crocs to match your mood and to match your personality and to fit the occasion. I mean, ultimately, you can stand out from the crowd in a way that only you can because it's your personal style. And now let's talk about comfort. You know, it doesn't get better than the Crocs clogs and sandals when it comes to being comfortable. Style and comfort are usually a trade-off, but here they're a package deal. It's like you have cushions on your feet. Soft, stylish, personalized, colorful cushions. So why wait? Head over to Crocs.com today and experience the comfort and style of Crocs classic clogs and sandals for yourself. Your feet will thank you. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get Titanic, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. And what more could you ask for? Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Titanic is NYC's funniest night out. Plus, it's the winner of multiple awards, including the Las Culturistas Kimberly Akimbo Award for Best Indoor Live Performance. Titanic is a parody musical that answers the question of what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night aboard the Titanic. My life was improved by seeing Titanic, so much so that I reached out to my best friend, Bowen Yang, to improve his life. And Bowen, did it succeed? It succeeded so much that I went four more times. So set sail with this kooky, crazy off-Broadway hit this season. Plus, if you get tickets six weeks in advance, you get 30% off. And that's on Titanic math, girlfriend. But seriously, who can wait that long? Go see it tomorrow. What are you waiting for? Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Hey, Las Culturistas listeners. We're here to tell you that there's no reason to panic the next time you're searching for the perfect gift. Now you can use Gift Mode on Etsy. Gift Mode on Etsy takes the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. It's easy. Just tap or click Gift Mode on your Etsy app or Etsy.com and then answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And Gift Mode instantly gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. There's a lot of pressure around gifting. I usually have a hard time thinking of 
of gift ideas for the birthdays of loved ones in my life. And sometimes I do get super stressed trying to find that perfect thing. Me too. But now with Gift Mode on Etsy, I can search hundreds of gifting personas and find so many incredible items. And I actually just found a custom chalk bag for the adventurer in my life who's into rock climbing. Not me. Now it's simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So... Whether you need a housewarming gift for the new homeowner in your life or a birthday present for the pickleballer in your life, Gift Mode has you covered. I'm not the pickleballer. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. You have to connect with the form on uh, on a personal level and in a way that's like, I want, I'm interested in in executing the form. I mean, does that sound... Yeah, it's like, okay, so it's like, uh, say... Uh, a, a musical where uh, this uh, stockbroker is getting coffee uh-huh. and his life is going wrong and he puts his coffee down and then he starts singing. Yes. Uh, I don't think that that man has a musical spirit. Yes. So why is he doing that? I understand. Oh, okay. So how to succeed in business without really trying is not for Julio. But the producers no. might be because Bialystok you... and the producers... Wants yes. to be a producer. Yes. <laughs> okay, great. This okay. is this is fascinating. You know, I think I think it's not that you don't like musicals. Maybe you don't. I don't want to tell you what you like. But I'm just saying there could be ones that would hit with you. You know what I think you would like? Nine. Oh, nine is. Nine. I don't know. I don't and know. I about think that. I think you would like it uh-huh. because because the the diegetic of it like does work. It's like this tortured Italian film director Guido mm-hmm. Contini. And he is having a lot of trouble. Uh, he's having like uh, a block artistically, and he sees the nine women in his life that have influenced him, and he muses on appear to him in song and perform for him. And I think that you would like that. Mm-hmm. However, the movie is like this borderline terrible. This is terrible. the movie with it has Nicole. Is Nicole has Penelope Cruz? Penelope Cruz, Kate Hudson, Marianne. Fergie. Fergie. Fergie is in it and steals the whole She's movie. She's great. Oh, good for Fergie. She sings, a, <laughs> she sings a song called Be Italian. Uh-huh. And it's just like she plays this hooker from his childhood who great. like sexually awoken him. Uh-huh. Um, and It's she... incredible that the nine women that formed him are tall and thin and gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> one of them is Judy Dutch. Uh, okay, okay. And one of the one of them is Sophia Loren. Old. Yes. yes. Sophia's. Yeah. It was great and she to see sings, Sophia. Guard la luna. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Which is guard the moon. Yes, yes. <laughs> Full I culture. Think. Full culture. Full culture. I but think, it's, you know it's, what? A, it's, it's fun. At first, you I, would love Kate Hudson in it. She's so fucking dumb in it. She's so bad. She's so bad in it. Um. Okay, favorite <laughs> Nicole. Oh, was birth. Birth. I've, wait, where does this, I was going to ask, where does this fall time, what does this fall timeline wise? When That's does this come out? That's 2004. Wow, so this is post-Oscar. Mm-hmm. I was going to... When you asked that question, I was going to say that it's set in winter, but it was <laughs> wrong. It's very cold. It's set in winter. Set in winter. I, it's like a, like a bitter January, I think. Yeah, which is, which is exactly where you want it. <laughs> which is exactly where you want it. But I would say... What, go ahead. What how does this resolve in the third act? Or whatever. I just have this resolve. It's not him, right? It's a child. It's just a child. Well, th- these you are the questions that you have to answer for yourself. Wow. You're right. Okay. I think it is kind of open-ended. But yeah. after she won her Oscar, she did get very experimental. And what I noticed about Nicole Kidman's filmography, which I really appreciate, is she works with every director. Mm. Like, she has yes. worked with everybody. Yes. 
And you know what I heard is really good, which is coming out, is that movie, The Beguiles. Oh, yes. Which is Sofia Coppola. With Sofia Coppola, who is a huge influencer. She's... Ah, yes. Yeah. I, I love Sofia you Coppola. You love Sofia. I even love the, the films that, objectively, I, I'm like, this... Maybe it's not her her, like yeah, somewhere strongest work, but yeah, like somewhere. Yeah. But I I still I I adore them. That aligns very well with Julio, uh, Sofia Coppola. But I know, love a great. long atmospheric pan. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and just sort of just like the the <laughs> climax is that someone like moves their index finger. <laughs> yeah. I also love and, a good anachronism. Like when Marie Antoinette is wearing oh, Skechers. Oh, sure, yes. yeah. Her yeah. Converse? The con- her Converse, Converse. Yes. Yes. yes, yes. I thought that was really good. Yes, that movie is very funny. I really like that movie. Marie Antoinette. I yes. have to see it My again. favorite trailer of all time. <gasps> Great trailer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this trailer, yes. I love the font. The you font. love the font. I love we the, love the font. The we love font. <laughs> we, we love the font. <laughs> we love the font. We love the font. I think I... I uh, I imagine that I think that if I were to run for president, mm-hmm. my campaign uh one of my campaign videos would just be reenacting the Marie Antoinette trailer yeah <laughs> yep in Versailles yes yes yeah just uh me looking down as I've let everyone down <laughs> yeah oh my god that scene when she comes to the, and they all stop yes. oh man you know I fucking love Kirsten Dunst I've said it on this podcast she's great. many times I she's think a she's terrific amazing actress. I yeah. think she's amazing, and she she's not as skilled as Nicole in that in that same regard of playing weak so powerfully. But she does have that like mysterious there's a naive beauty too. There's a naive beauty to it. I think she can do anything. She can do anything. I really, I really do. I think she can play dumb broad comedy. Yeah. I think she can do like drop dead super gorgeous. small melancholia. Yeah. Like this kind of like kind of really small like. Almost no. emotionless, yeah. but still so full. I yeah. just remembered something that, do I have this right, that your main, Matt Rogers, your yeah. main comedic influence is Eva Longoria. Eva Longoria. <laughs> yes, and I don't know, I can't remember if I decided that this was the case or if you told me, but also Tara Reid a big influence. Um, Tara Reid... <laughs> Maybe an art, maybe Tara Reid is like an influence on the way I live my life. Mm. But sure. In terms of how I execute comedic material, Eva, Eva Longoria, Longoria is a yeah. huge influence on me. What about Eva Longoria? Because I see it, I see it a hundred percent. But what about Eva? Can you articulate why? Yeah. You connect to her. Yes, it's the way she takes space, and it's the way that she because she has a, a reads slender- lines. It's the way that she gets a script and says, here's the funny. I feel it in this. I see it in the same way she does. Every mm-hmm. single joke in Desperate Housewives, mm-hmm. the way she reads all her lines yes. is, I, sort can, of like I can feel it coming Holding out of my mouth. onto a clutch and just sort of like smacking someone <laughs> with the clutch. It's that kind of thing where it's like, <laughs> yes. It's that, that, that kind that, of acting. It's the kind, here's the pattern of Eva Longoria. Hey! Hey! This, this, this! Carlos, this, this! Carlos! You know, this. Right. Carlos. Well, this, this, this. His eyes are, are so wide open right now. And, yeah. s- and that's some- a note I have for myself sometimes. W- in open my, your eyes? In my performances is my eyes are too open. 
Oh. Oh. And that's to because Eva. of Eva. Yeah, to Eva. To Eva. I think Eva Longoria huge and also Amy Poehler huge. Both mm-hmm. big old, big old, big old choices. And mm-hmm. like sure. sharp, like very good with a one-liner. Well, Amy, Could- Amy Poehler is... Uh, more evident, of course, because you both have the same uh, comedic yeah, l- uh, lineage. lineage. Lineage, yeah. But Eva Longoria is such a is is the as the well, actual she, answer. She I came also, up in the um, <laughs> in the soap opera. In the, court the soap opera will be, is that true? Yeah, she, she was. Oh, she was yeah. on General Hospital. And okay. and but I think Julia was going to say she no, she came General up. Hospital might be wrong. She was on one of them. She came up in the Corpus Christi, Texas. Yeah, Corpus Christi in the comedy scene. Of the she Corpus actually Texas. was known as the Del Close of Corpus Christi. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Eva yeah. Longoria. Uh, we have to take a quick break. Okay. But when we get back, we're going to get into Desperate Housewives <laughs> because I think it's what joins the three of us all together mm-hmm. most strongly. Yes. Um, and we'll be right back with Julio. <laughs> Bitch, I mm. hope that you're sitting down at this moment. Yes. Because I'm about to give you something. It's a little bit of an offer. It's a little offer. And you're going to want to take advantage of this. Yes. Okay. For you, the listeners of Lost Culture Resus, and thank you so much for listening, Casper is offering $50 towards any mattress purchase at Casper.com. $50? you got to take advantage of this. Ugh. Yes. The Casper mattress is an obsessively engineered mattress, bitch, at a shockingly fair price, okay? Mm. It's got the right sink. It's got Ooh. the right bounce because it's made up of two technologies. It's latex foam and memory foam, and they come together for it's amazing sleep. Recently... My boyfriend and Henry and I, we were looking for a new apartment and we needed to stay with some friends. So our one friend, Patrick, let us stay with him. And he said, I have a Casper mattress. And I had heard about Casper mattress, but I had never slept on one. Let me tell you, I'm not even joking. This was, I was out Ugh. when I laid down. I couldn't wait to be laying in the bed. You got your life. You couldn't I, wait to be laying in the bed. I got my life. This was, it's really the best mattress I've ever had. We talk about it. And Patrick was like, this is a status symbol. Honey, I have no. a Casper mattress. He was like, you want to stay at my apartment? I have a Casper mattress. So now, it's now the most awarded mattress of the decade. Give it the Oscar Very for mattresses. Rightfully, rightfully so. So I don't know what you're waiting for. You got to get one. So this is an offer for $50 off any mattress purchase, you got to go to caspertrial.com forward slash lasculturistas. Again, one more time. Write it down, bitch. Don't let it pass you by. Mm. www.caspertrial.com forward slash lasculturistas for $50 towards any mattress purchase. I mean, that's like, you got to do it. You got to do You're it. You're stupid to not do it. You're stupid not to. At least look into it. And here's what else you should look into. Warby mm-hmm. Parker glasses, oh, honey. You got to put these on your face. Take it from me, honey. I've got a, war- a pair of Warbys at home, and I love them so much. Gag. We're sponsored by Warby Parker. Warby Parker is offering Lost Culturistas listeners with a free five-day home try-on to give you the opportunity to check out their glasses. This you know, is such a good deal. Such a good deal. And they have a frame called Bowen, and it comes in many colors. Oh, my God. I love it do so much. Do you have the Bowen glasses? I don't, but I should, right? I mean, you should at least get them to try them on for five days for free Thank and get you. opinions on them. Great I mean, idea. They make buying glasses online easy and risk-free because their home try-on program allows customers like you to order five pairs of glasses to be shipped directly to their homes where they can try them on in the comfort of their own home and get feedback from friends, family, colleagues, enemies. I mean, come on. Ugh. Your enemies will see you in these Warby Parkers and they'll be like, oh, damn it. They have the upper hand on me today. And you can they say- look 
good. Yes, and you can say, eat your heart out to yeah, your Yeah, and you know what? You can see your enemies for who they really are because you'll be seeing very well because you're wearing the Warby Parkers. That's beautiful, Matt. I love it. Users can keep the frames for five days before sending them back for free using the prepaid return, return shipping labels with no obligation to purchase. I told my mom about this deal today, and she could not believe it. She couldn't? Like, this, is, this is obviously an amazing company. Get Katrina to try on some glasses. I will, I think. I think she, she could slay in some frames, honey. I, she does on the daily. On the daily, honey. To All you moms out there that listen to Las Culturistas, get yourself a pair of Warby Parks. And hey, once once the surge in, in the market just goes crazy towards moms, Warby Parker will have us to thank. Yeah. To get your free home try-on today, go to warbyparkertrial.com forward slash Las Culturistas. Again, write this down, bitch. That's www.warbyparkertrial.com forward slash Las Culturistas for your free five-day home try-on. All right, that's enough of that. Let's go back to the show. Come on. And we're back with Julio Torres. We took a break that was maybe half a second long. But you know what? But because to I you, have to go look at that apartment. <laughs> He's got yeah. an appointment. But to you at home, it felt much longer. And you know what they call that? Podcast magic. What yes. happened? What happened to them at home? Well, they actually just experienced a little bit of an offer. A little bit of an offer from I, Casper Mattress. Or Warby Parker, we're not sure. Or both. Or both. Casper, wow, that's a very specific demographic. Sure. Yeah. It's um, it's the same person. It's the same yeah, person. It is. It's the same person who um, just live is an ur- young urbanite. Yes. Who, who has difficulty making choices, so they need... Two options. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who has difficulty making huge, important life choices about sleep they are and comforted. eyesight. They are, they are liberal, but they are comforted by a brand. Yes. They're comforted by a brand. They don't want to take a risk. Because, they don't want to take a risk, yes. But they think it is a risk that they're shopping Casper Mattress and Woody yeah. Parker. I, are you going to have to edit this out? Because No, we're not, no, no, we're no, no, not no. I think they know who them. they are. Okay. Yeah, Those right. companies know who they are. Yeah. Very I just well. I just got my eye exam at Warby Parker this past Tuesday. Wow. And there we are compensating. And there we go. <laughs> and there we go. Yeah. That's what makes us a professional. There we go. Yeah. Um. Okay. Desperate, Desperate Housewives. Wives. Come on. Yes. Come on. Tell, talk. I mean, when did we find out that this was the one, the tie that that, that bound us together? I think we just like were quoting Mary Alice. We were just. I think we so. Breathlessly and said yes. 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 I yes. think it happened like really early on because I know I met you at Ethnic Realness. Yes, yes. And I feel like oh it was boy. one of those gay ass co- group conversations yes. that like three people end up rising to the top of. And whenever that might have been I, us three. I, it is so funny to me that that show is so present in my mind, mm-hmm. given that I think I have an accurate assessment of its quality (laughs) (laughs) but i think the first season is actually truly good the the pilot was so so funny and so fun yes um uh first season was solid i don't think i've ever crossed the street to my apartment without thinking yes and imagining (laughs) a car just Hitting you, hitting me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Like um, and someone neatly from above narrating it, mm-hmm. and there being a crane overhead shot. Yes, just panning above. Gorge- the cranes did so much of the work for that show. Amazing, a huge cranes. amount of work. Yes. Now I have to ask you, um, was there a, a character that you identified with most? Because I, no. I have one. No, I, I, I can't say I connected to. I could, I, I connected to 
sympathetically to Terry Hatcher. No, no, what a mess. <laughs> oh, to Marsha Cross. Uh, to Marsha Cross. Yes. Brie. Uh, just that severe. But it's that. Look. It's that. Is that very? Is that very like gay boy fetishizing of like yep. trapped domesticity that mm-hmm. was just so, uh, <laughs> like. It was it, it was just so easy. Yeah. 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 I think they did a really good job of covering every base. Like, you know, it's like with one of them, I gave up my youth. Other one, I gave up my control. I gave up my sanity. <laughs> I gave up all their ways. <laughs> they covered <laughs> like, all their bases of uh, womanhood. Like, well, <laughs> all the bases of womanhood. You know yeah, yeah, they checked all the boxes. <laughs> I just think like. I, it really read to me as yeah. like a fucking whatever I was like 13, 14, 15 year old. I was like, yeah, this is accessible for me. And I had yeah, no yeah. right. It was like porn. Having any access it to it. It was like that. porn. It was yeah. like, yeah. Uh, like, oh, this part of my brain really gives into this. This yep. is a very like primal. I understood it. Yes. And there's something to that. Like, right. and But also like. I did think a lot of it was actually great. Like, I mean, it, it succeeded on so many levels. It succeeded I remember as the a pilot, uh, the the scene that made convinced me that I that this was a show that I would enjoy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Felicity Hoffman's heels against the bottom of the, the pool. pool. Yeah, yes. <laughs> and then the train of her dress, of her black of her black blouse or whatever just floating up to the she, top. They were at a they were at a wake. It was at it was at a wake. Yes, and then she had to drag her twins out of the pool. Yes, and wow, Felicity had to give up her career, her career. She at the time character her character had given up her career. Right, yes. Yeah, Lynette, Lynette had given up her career. Yes. Um, you I'm know who I thought was so sexy was Lynette's husband, Tom. Oh my god. Do you Okay, so does he this mean so that you that you Oh, well, he looks yeah. He was so hot. Doug Savant was No, I was going to say he looks like what I know you're into. He's very uh <laughs> all-American. He's very all-American, yeah. very like he'll he'll barbecue, he'll like yeah, yeah. put away the wrenches. <laughs> uh, he uh but I do, I, I mean, he I He just needs the mac and cheese. Terrible yeah, diet. Yeah, yeah terrible diet. Cheese. Yeah. Carlos grew on me just as mm. like a, as a, as a husband. I don't think I was attracted to any other men in that show. Really? I was Maybe. attracted to Mike Delfino for sure. Mike Delfino. And then there was. You know, that show had the opposite problem than the, the, the rest <laughs> of television, which is. It had no idea how to write for men. No, and idea. it was so funny That's... to see the painful, painful, painful dialogue between two men on that show. Yep, <laughs> yep. It was just brutal. Like I, there was this scene where what, I can't, I can't remember what what part of the show it was, but I think the, Mike was reading a book, mm-hmm. uh, and he was in prison for some reason. Yeah. And then this other, this other like con walks up to him. And goes, what are you reading? And then he just grabs his book and throws it away and goes, I guess I'll just wait for the movie. And he's just like, who is writing? <laughs> Mark <laughs> the, Cherry. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure a lot of the writing, if you go back and watch it, wasn't actually good. Although I do think a great TV moment that is oft overlooked is the dinner party scene where everyone's laughing and then... Uh, and then Marsha Cross's character says, Rex that's... cries when he ejaculates. Like, that's great. And I think that is like... But you know what? Because Desperate Housewives brought back narrative TV because we were in this reality 
like oh because it was a, a huge hit and so people were like oh maybe scripted things are kind of that, that was when it was turning around yeah i felt like that was like the golden it age pivoted. of television it pivoted. well yeah was born it paved the way back for us it, yeah. it truly did honestly it was because desperate housewives started hitting at the same time lost started hitting it was lost desperate housewives and Grey's Anatomy. but also desperate housewives spawned uh real the real housewives, housewives yes um, of orange county yes and uh oh no 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 because that was a hybrid i'm sorry the the real housewives of orange county was a hybrid between desperate housewives and, and the oc, OC. And the OC. Yes. yeah they wanted to try to combine those brands were you an oc person did you watch the oc i did oh i love the oc i so great. uh i really really enjoy them and i i will always uh, I think in perversely enjoy teen dramas. Yes. Yeah. I have seen every episode of Riverdale. That's a blind spot for us. Come on. We gotta watch we it. We gotta watch it. Do yeah. we have to watch it? I think you should. It's uh it is mostly a TV show, but a huge <laughs> part of it is a cover girl commercial. Mm-hmm. Um there's there like are, a hot ginger guy on. There's it. a hot guy who's they they dye their his hair red. Uh-huh. Um and uh, there are entire scenes. There's a scene where uh, the female protagonist is looking at herself in the mirror and she's putting on lipstick. She's putting on her cover girl lipstick. And then her mother walks in and goes, what is that? Scarlet Rose? <gasps> and, and, and the daughter goes, says something like, yes, it is. Hmm. And then she like wipes the lipstick off of her and hands her another lipstick and goes, I think you're more of a... like." Pale pink. Oh my <laughs> god. This and like beautiful long shots of the product. Wow. It's a cover girl commercial. And it's relationship building and it's a promotion. The only clip I've seen of Riverdale, I saw the first like ten minutes of the pilot, which I which was gorgeous, which was like them being on the boat, like yes. searching for whatever. Well, yeah, it was it uh, the they're really going for this hyper stylized. Yeah, yeah. Uh, every frame is foggy. <laughs> uh, wow, yeah. like a noir. It, <laughs> yes, actually, yeah, because they kind are like uh, very moody shots of like diners. That sounds uh, yeah. A lot of neon. It there you go. I love it. But then the other clip I saw was I think it was Reggie or someone that the clip of of that guy saying, "Look, I'm a weirdo. Okay, I'm weird." That's my thing, or whatever it was. I'm paraphrasing. Yes, yes. <laughs> this is this is a sort of like Donnie Darko esque uh, narrator, uh, <laughs> who you can tell that they take that character deeply seriously, <laughs> and I and I would be willing to guess that they're like, oh, we'll get you an Emmy nod for. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, we were talking about yes. what network is it on? Uh, CW. The CW. The CW. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Julio Julio was telling me over text one day because I like I saw that clip and I was and I knew Julio was watching Riverdale and I was like, I just saw this clip, it's ridiculous. And he was like, Oh yeah, but you know that guy that actor is like texting his manager, like, hey, like This just, is the tape. Just just just, fo- just following up. I think this is my for your consideration submission. Yeah. <laughs> like for the Emmy. Deathly that yes, it's it's a it's a deathly serious performance. Wow. Desperate Housewives and Lost were also the two shows that got me into, and I hate that this was was a big part of my personality when I was in high mm-hmm. school but I would go on like online and go to the forums like the like the like gold derby was the website I went to uh-huh. and like 
really talk about who was going to win Emmys. Like, I really cared about you the Emmys. You were into race. the race. And I the, was into yeah. the race. I, I knew what everyone's tapes were. <laughs> oh, my I, goodness. Yeah, I knew, okay. I knew what everyone's tapes were. I still know that Terry Hatcher submitted the, uh, the episode Impossible from wow. season one, and Felicity Hoffman won submitting the pilot. Wow. The heels against the, the pool. Against <laughs> yes, yes, and, of course. And let me tell you, nobody thought that Felicity Hoffman would win the Emmy. They thought it was all Terry Hatcher. They, your forum, or? I think the, the industry <laughs> and the forum were all like, who? It's got to be Terry Hatcher. It's got to be Terry Hatcher. Okay. The Emmys are going to want their own. I was a has been speech. Everyone, that's what everyone was saying. The narrative was that oh Terry goodness. Hatcher oh, should win. Wow. Despite, I think, everyone knowing the most talented person on the show. With, I think, the juiciest role was Marsha Cross. Oh. Well, Felicity Huffman's amazing. Didn't I just Felic- thought she got shitty material. Didn't Felicity win the uh, the Golden Globe? Oh, no, she, she won, won the Golden Emmy. Globe for Transamerica. Yes. Okay. Um, she wait, she was an times. Emmy winner different for times. Desperate Housewives, and she was the only one. Got it, got it, got it. And then I think um, Mrs. McCluskey won, like, a guest Emmy. Right. Um mm. But for me, I thought, for me, what I remember about Desperate Housewives is Eva Longoria and Nicolette Sheridan. Yeah, they're they're the they're sort of <laughs> the tramps. The yeah, tramps. <laughs> you like the tramps. I, yeah. I always say, like, I always tell um, Bowen and Sam that their next live on Broadway should be the pilot of Desperate Housewives, and I'm Edie. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I want to watch she that wash car. a car. Yes, yes. Is that in the pilot? It is in the pilot. That's like that's. An I'm Mike just washing my car, and then just like her, like really hoeing it up on the street. You know what line reading I still remember to this day from Edie, from Nicolette Sheridan, is when she, I think it's the second or third episode, is Terry Hatcher's talking to Mike Delfino, mm-hmm. Susan's talking to Mike, and then Edie shows up, and she hands Mike a, a sausage putanesca. <laughs> Disgusting. <Did> she, <laughs> yes, yes, I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. She was, sizing, she was sizing up Terry Hatcher one time, and she just goes, hmm, you clever little shrew. <laughs> I mean, truly entertainment yeah. created by a gay man for young gay men yes. using uh, women as props. Yeah, it's usually, it's, <laughs> but, they, but they were so happy about it. It was, it's it's the uh, sort of showbiz version of just playing with Barbies. It's yeah. the showbiz version of, as Cole Scola would say, like trying on mommy's dresses. And yes. By a well, gay man who insisted that every episode be the be the title of a Sondheim song. You like, gotta love you that. Come on, queer art. You gotta love it. Queer art. Queer art. <laughs> queer art. Light was one of the episodes. Queer art. Queer art. The ladies who lunch. Every day a little death. Every day a little death. Um, but I have to say, the funniest part about Desperate Housewives is. You could tell they made the show, and they were like, "This is fun. We net, we, you know, it's great." And they were all like genuinely happy to just have those parts and yeah. like be able to like be leads on a television show. And they truly became the superstars of television. And then you could see it all getting to their heads, and they were like, "No, I want the juicy dramatic storyline. No, me, it's my <gasps> the turn." Vanity my turn. Fair shoot. What, that was funny. The Vanity and Fair also, shoot came very early on, though. That yes, set the tone early. for the rest of their. <laughs> uh, yeah. There, it's it's so it's so incredible. Can you imagine Bowen for a second? <laughs> that okay, so you are with a group of your peers, yes, and you presumably, <laughs> as legend has it, say that you want to be at the center of the photo shoot, right? And you you have this very if this is what happened, yeah. you have this very selfish moment. Yes, can you imagine 
that that the ripple effect <laughs> of that request uh, just uh, echoing and echoing through, uh, through decades, and, through <laughs> decades. <laughs> to the point this, where this, little... like, to the point where like three up and coming Brooklyn comedians <laughs> in the year 2017 are still calling her out on the audacity on this unforgivable uh, I'm thankful she did it I'm thankful yes, I've, yes. I've never felt more spoken for oh my god it's, it's insane because I I have sent like emails <laughs> I have sent my emails that Oh my goodness! If I, if you were the Terry in those emails, if, if they were Is to find out, saying? if if the if the young gays were to find out, they'd still be talking about. I don't it think in two I don't decades. think I'm the, but I have had like small moments. Yes, where I've been like, this is how it has to happen. I love mm-hmm. it. Yeah. You have to be like that. I was following one of Julio's email chains with this Edinburgh, uh, sh- this Edinburgh residency. Oh, what you read the what was? I think I read a few of the things, yeah. but you were just like, um. Uh, you were I, I forget what it was, but you I, you were just very reasonably resolute with what you wanted. You were like, um, I, I forget specifically what it was, but I remember reading that chain. And I was like, yeah, no, Julio's right. I <laughs> I I was put up in a in a hotel room for it was the hotel. It was about the hotel. Oh, was it? It's always about the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> it was it's always about the hotel. <laughs> I was I was put in a hotel room recently at this very nice hotel, but the. The view was just (laughs) overlooked a courtyard, which is oppressive and unacceptable. Oh my god! God bless. And it's well, it's gonna be a month. Weird, but this this was a different hotel in the past. past. Yeah, yes. But even even so, I mean, like, you come. This is a lesson in in advocating for yourself. It's in picking your your battles, I think, because I am a very reasonable vegan. Uh-huh. I I am a vegan. I have that dietary restriction, but I'll go to any restaurant and true. make it work. You have made it work multiple occasions when we've eaten out together. Yes, yes. It's like Nicki Minaj says, "If I show up to a photo shoot and there's some sliced pickles on a board, no, you know what? I am gonna leave." <laughs> so Julia, because if she... I accepted the pickle juice, <laughs> I would be drinking pickle juice right now. They don't ask Jay Z. You know what? When Jay Z does something like that, they say he's. When when Wayne does something like that, they say he's. He's a boss. He's a boss. He's bossed up. Um, But this Julio is saying that this is a lesson in picking your battles. Yes. Because you're a reasonable vegan, you're a reasonable eater, but when it comes to a hotel room view, it must meet a standard. And they will walk over you as a gay man. That is. I don't think that's. I I think think so. I a a couple. Wait, did he work in a hotel? Did I ever work in a hotel? Yeah. Oh, no, I'm not talking about the hotel workers. Oh, okay. I'm just talking about people in general. Oh, okay. Like, they think, oh, if he has a request, it's just fun. It's mm. just like, he's just being like, you know. You, you're looked at as, with a certain sense of more frivolity. Oh, like, like, you're, like you're petty because you're petty and that's funny. Yeah, when when you're dealing with people, it's like, hmm. I think I think that you are taken least seriously as a woman. I, I feel and then like gay men and then straight men. I don't know if this is connected to that thesis or not but i think that i spend a lot of my day just uh convincing people perhaps deceptively or perhaps truthfully that i am not as difficult (laughs) as you might think i am i agree though i think it's i think it's truth i think that's truthful Oh, yeah, it is. You know how many people... Well, Henry, when I first started dating him, mm-hmm. said to me about Bowen, 
And this is from coming from another gay man. He's like, I didn't bo- expect Bowen to be so nice because online presence is so severe. Oh my god! And I was, <laughs> and he's the well, nicest this person a, this ever. This is a boy who eats a McFlurry every day. <laughs> he's left the McFlurries he's behind. Like, uh-huh. Do not put that on the atmosphere. He'll be like, No, I'm healthy. Henry loves Halo tops now. Halo tops. What's a Halo top? It's, a- it's this creation. Mm-hmm. That they found out that is like a substitute ice cream. Just yep. don't eat any type of ice cream. There you go. That's hard for people who love ice cream. I'm garbage. I'm trash. I will eat anything if it's bad for me. Mm. That's what I need. I just want to close the loop on this Vanity Fair shoot yes. conversation. Yeah. Because we're not done with her. We're not we're not done with her. You're, <laughs> no. In life, you're either in moment to moment, you're either a Terry Hatcher demanding to be in the center, or you're Marsha Cross calling that shit out and being like no, there should be no center. I'm sorry, I'm tapping on the table. There should be no center. Is that is that is that how the legend goes? That I it was Marsha Cross who I don't know who it was that put their foot down and said this is stupid. But all I know they is They should have been all in a rotating platform and it should have been a gif. <laughs> <laughs> what they should have done is It was a fold out cover, I yeah. remember. What they should have done was they should have oh, done fold out covers thing. are cruel though though, because yes, you're posting there off and you don't oh, know. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, that's true. What they yeah. should have done was they should have done that novelty cover thing where every, you didn't know who, like, that's, you collect every kind. Like, sometimes you get one with Terry in the middle. Sometimes you get one with wow. Eva in the oh middle. Oh, my God. Take that's five different Seven shots. different, seven <laughs> different that's, covers. If that's what they want. Yeah. Seven different prints. Oh, man. Make them all seem like miserable nightmares. I mean, come on. I, you know what? We can, we can choose to be the Terry's in our lives or the Marsha's you and and if if these are the two choices that I don't think you ever, you were ever not a Marsha. I don't think you ever not calling people out in there. Me specifically. Yes. Wow. Okay. That's you point at things and go, (laughs) that's classist a lot. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Sure. And I don't, but I could do a better job of balancing that out with the Terry Hunter side of demanding, of demanding something. Yeah. But not necessarily, Deserved. What was her claim to wanting the center? I guess it's like the only two of them that are still working are are Eva and um, Felicity. Felicity have has a marquee role on the anthology American Crime. Right, right. And I think that she'll work work forever. She does. She has like the lead part on her and Regina King, Queen. I hear. hear You know, when I uh, in high school, when I sort of just sort of woke up and decided that I wanted to be a, a comedy writer. Mm-hmm. I that's wrote, what happened. I kind of. Yeah. Uh, no, that's not what happened. I had, um, uh, I, I will, I'm going to get into that, but I wrote a pilot, uh, when I was maybe like 18 and I cast wow. it, I casted it and going, I think solely by her, like, Lewis and Clark credit, oh my God. I cast Terry Hatcher as the lead, and it was, like, a Terry Hatcher, maybe Molly Shannon role. But Terry Hatcher, Molly Shannon. Maybe she Molly Shannon She did have Shannon the biggest role. career prior. She, I she thought, did. As a child, I thought she was, on, on Lewis and Clark, I was like, that is the most beautiful woman. Yes. She's, She's gorgeous. Bob, the, yeah. yeah. Yep. And I also casted Jane Krakowski based solely on Allie her Ally McBeal work. Yep. Icon. Yeah. That's, you know what? That's, that's the seed. That, that's where all this, that's the, the seed crystal. Okay, should we move on? Jane to- Krakowski always keeps coming back in something fierce. Yeah, like, yeah. She's, she's always, so funny. she's so funny. She's so good. So good. 
And also, she actually to bring it back was in the Tony musical, the oh God Tony musical, the Broadway musical Nine, and she won a Tony for that performance. She played the role that Penelope Cruz plays in the movie. Mm. Oh, I didn't know that. And she won a Tony. She, her a call from the Vatican was like a call fam- from the Vatican. A call from the Vatican. That's that's, the, that's that character's big number. That and yeah. another number. It's a ballad called Simple later in the show. But hers was like very and this famous. Is, this is. Uh, this is sort of based on eight and a half. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Okay. Almost directly. Directly based, based on, on eight and a half. So, uh, but she um, had a very famous uh, uh, performance of that number because she came down upside down from the top of the ceiling and lowered down and then did the whole number and then like the number ended with her going back up to the that top so of great. the house. Descending and ascending is so funny. Amazing. It's never not funny. Lady Gaga, yes. Super Bowl, Whoopi Goldberg, at Beyonce the at the VMA. Descending years ago. and ascending is very difficult to achieve, yes. but it is it is very very funny. I love it. Beyonce has descended twice from the from the VMAs. She came down, baby boy. Uh huh. And then what was the se- what was the second one? Ring the alarm. Here's one of the most, uh, and I and I don't think that this is talked about enough, but the most embarrassing part about being a performer mm-hmm. I think isn't performing or like being seen or like even like bombing mm-hmm. is leaving the stage <laughs> because there is no there is no good way of doing it I've discovered how I Alyssa Edwards my way off the stage now I point and I just but is that embarrassing no, I wish there could be all. a blackout and I could uh, not be there at all don't think about it anymore wow. just leave confidently and then no one will think about it I think if there's anyone I don't think can... anyone's thinking about it but I'm thinking about it you you can invent the new the new way in which people exit I think this is so true it's it is embarrassing see I think it's triumphant. Okay. Mm. All right. I think I think it's a frame of mind. I think it's a state of mind. I think coming out is 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 worse. No, entering There's more at stake. And and entering is heaven. Entering is is Hello. Great. Yes. Entering is the I don't know. I think thing. I think a lot is decided in the first minute. So mm-hmm. I think that uh the your entrance is a part of that. And I've thought more about my entrances than I have my exits. I almost never think about my exits. I always think about my exits. Because the work I, is done I've, at that I point. have never successfully exited a performance. Wow. <laughs> I think my dream exit is Margaret Hamilton just... Melting. Cl- no, cloud of fucking red smoke oh. in mm-hmm. Munchkinland. Oh, the first exit. The, f- the explosion and she gets like taken down on an elevator. That's, that's, that's pretty good. That's, that's a pretty high-tech request. See, I think you'll get rightfully read by the tech crew. But I will I will make request. a Terry Hatcher-esque demand. Exiting okay. a stage, I just realized, is almost as bad as being seen coming out of a bathroom. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and with that, we should move on to I Don't Think So Highly. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. um, our guest... Has somewhere to go. Yes, I have to um, go. See I don't think so, studio. honey. This, this, this yeah, the studio, right? the studio. studio that I'm gonna hate. Um, I don't think so, honey. Is the mm-hmm. centerpiece of our show it is our yes. moment, our the centerpiece that is at, is at the end. Yes, yes, <laughs> the centerpiece at the end, uh-huh. the culmination, really, mm-hmm. the yeah. moment. Yep. Okay. That you gag for. Mm-hmm. We're gonna take one minute to rail against something in culture. Bowen, do you have something? I don't. Do you? No. Um, and that's very on brand for us. Although I could co- sort of go off on something. Actually, you know what? I will. Okay. All right. Um, in honor of our guest. In honor of our guest. Okay. This is gonna be um great. This is Matt yeah. Rogers. I don't think so, honey. Time starts now. I don't think so, honey. If you come for Kelly Clarkson, ever, <laughs> don't you 
ever do this. Do you understand how much this girl has struggled? No, because you know what? She doesn't let you know. She just comes out there, plants her goddamn feet, sings her fucking heart out, and she leaves the stage, bitch. She has been through struggle, and I know that because I am too big of a fan. But the fact that she has just been there for us for the last... 16 I'm gonna make up years and the fact that you never see her sweat but she's been through it means that is a superstar she is the American idol the American people (laughs) fell in love with her and that is no mistake and when you come in here and you call her Starbucks and when you come in here and you call her basic you call me Starbucks and you call me basic and if that's the case bitch meet me outside I will meet you there and I'll be belting catch my breath which is a little single that should have been top of the charts but the industry is out to get her more respect for Kelly Clarkson I don't think so honey and that's one minute wow did you just say that she doesn't let us know that she's been through struggle because that is literally <laughs> what every song is about that is that's okay because you know what she's a constant reminder her music is her music is for you time. her music she, is for you it's not for her she she lets you live her songs she is Matt has said she's the ultimate treadmill queen her songs treadmill are queen. designed for the treadmill so she's harnessing her her vulnerability and her struggle but she's mm-hmm. just uh, you know manifesting it you're never gonna hear about her feuding with another pop star in the news sure yes no she, she seems to me like a very genuine beautiful person but I think that I it's sort of in the same area as Christmas mm-hmm. where it's like I you know what they're popular people like it uh-huh. I don't get it I don't my the part of my brain that should react to it isn't there I understand that they're pure joy yes but um yeah no sure okay it's just that Julio has has called her Starbucks and I mm-hmm. like Starbucks I like I like Starbucks. In fact, they know my name at a Midtown Starbucks. They know my wow. name at the Forty Second Street I, Starbucks. Whenever I've been to a Starbucks, I have <laughs> pretended not to know what their sizes, <laughs> the names of their sizes are, and I I always do that. That's I, important because I refuse to give in to their to their lingo. I get that. It's a power play. Um. Okay, Bowen, are you ready? Um. Should I be preparing one of these? You need to have one, bitch. No, I, it's fine. It's, 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 sometimes it's better when it just comes to you in the moment. Um, but I'm having you trouble. You just said, I need to have one, bitch. So I'm going to start <laughs> thinking of one, I okay, guess. Okay, so, so I'll go, and then you can start thinking of one. Here we right. go. This is Bowen Yang's I Don't Think So Honey, and his time starts now. I Don't Think So Honey Swell Bottles, the new trendy swell bottles. I have one right here, honey, and I love it. But <laughs> this is the problem. I Don't Think So Honey Swell Bottles, you do a bad job of masking the disgusting odor of my own saliva. And honey, I don't want to oh. be reminded that I have bad saliva. And I don't want oh. people... And look, I'm putting myself on blast, and that is how badly... I need to put this message out there. I don't think so many swell bottles. I wash you every day, but you still, for some reason, have this weird odor. And I don't, it's not something in me. I have I have great oral hygiene, but you're making me think. You're making me second guess myself, honey. Seconds. I don't think so honey swell bottles for making me think that uh, something is wrong with my saliva. I don't want to have to think about, you know, my saliva not doing its job, breaking down carbohydrates in my mouth as I'm masticating and chewing on, on carbohydrates, honey. I don't think so many swell bottles seconds. for being the Warby Parker, I guess. Ugh, kill me of fucking insulating water bottles but I don't think so honey swell bottles for just pushing this lifestyle on me but making me think I'm less than because of my disgusting saliva I don't think so honey swell bottles Hmm. It's just it's 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 making me feel very insecure about myself and about okay. my. The, so hold the on, scent what you don't saliva. like about swell bottles yes. is that they retain it, the odor 
of my saliva after mm-hmm. one use, and it and makes... that's not the you haven't felt this with other no. Bottles. Listen, I will I will go to the gym and take you know Equinox. Any, I'll go to Equinox. Thank yes. you. With um you know just a bottle from the mm-hmm. juice press that they have in each of their locations, right? And I'll use it just fine. And look, it's bad for the environment, I know, but at least I don't smell my disgusting breath on them. But for swell, for some reason, it sticks to the metal. I want to see a breakdown of your spending and where it goes because I'm very, okay. I'm very curious. I've just, I've, I've yeah, so am I. Okay, um, <laughs> I'm not gonna say I'm myself financially responsible. Yeah, mm-hmm. don't say that. But I. I will reward myself when I think it's <laughs> but well, okay. Here's the question though: where where don't you reward yourself? What okay. are the what are the areas where you most people would spend more money yes. and you spend less? Um, mm. Restaurants. You don't go to restaurants. I don't. Uh, I'll go to them. I just don't like. There are some people who will just spend like more money than is than I would ever ever would at a, at a, on a meal. I would. I'll never seek out like a fancy restaurant to go to. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll keep it pretty fast casual, pretty casual. Um, that's it. You have roommates? I have roommates. And what else do I not splurge on? Listen, look, I splurge on a lot. Mm -hmm. He spends the money he makes. uh, You do. That's great. Yeah, spend the money. I bought Um, a Nintendo Switch yesterday. I felt like I deserved it. This is, I don't know if you've covered this on the podcast, but you two, Mm -hmm. uh, Comparable to the journey of the Mayflower, okay, in its grandiosity mm-hmm. in its audacity. Oh my goodness! Took that what was it, a hundred and fifty dollar car ride to a Taylor, Taylor Swift, Swift concert. concert? Taylor Swift concert, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, <laughs> yeah. And we bounced That's, back from that. That is just that sentence is so <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> and let me tell you how yeah. expensive the fucking margaritas, the margaritas in quotes we had when we got there. Were they virgin margaritas? No. They certainly didn't taste like that alcohol in them. They were twenty dollars each. Oh. I spent and the beers were fourteen dollars each. It was crazy. I was like, I know how much money we're giving away right now, but it's like Taylor. And now it was I a don't different know. time. It was a different time. It was. It was. And then and it was then a different time. and then all of a sudden, the world changed. Yeah. Yeah. And no one could remain apolitical without absolutely. Yeah. But she managed. Too, but now she's been gone for a long time. And I have a theory. And before we get to Julio's, I don't think so, honey. I want to say this theory. I think that Taylor Swift is going to come back. And I I think she's rebranding right now. And I think she's waiting because everyone's coming out with the music right now. I think Taylor Swift is going to come back. And I think that it will be smart for her to go in the direction of being like the next, like, Pat Benatar. I think she's going to come back, like, with a really hard image like i've been through shit oh like my you God. put me through shit and i'm like a dark phoenix rising from the ashes wow, you no. see her met ball looks getting a little like more metallic and strange and like i think that she that's that's her struggle i think, I think her hmm. her good girl days are well in the past i think 1989 was her exploring a more like uh risky side of her personality and i think she is going to respond to the dragging that she's been through with some sort of like dark tailor. And I think it's a good thing. Okay. All right. Okay. I think it will result in interesting music. And also I heard a rumor. She's trying to make a hip hop album. album. I heard this rumor too. Which I will be furious. Guys, about. we're going to prophecy it now. If Taylor Swift comes out with a hip hop album next, 
we will riot the streets. I mean, no, we're gonna buy it. Okay, so obviously, okay, I like... am sending one text message Please. to <laughs> the realtor. Uh, the realtor saying that I will be a little late. We are so sorry. We'll we'll get you um, out of here as and soon. No, no, please. I hope you edit that out. I. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, Here we go. I will. I will want to hear a whole transcript, and I will choose what remains in the podcast. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> now, um, but for now, yes. here's Julio Torres's. I don't think so, honey. And your time starts now. How much time is it? One, One minute. minute. Go. Oh, that's too much. I don't. I don't think so, honey. Uh, <laughs> atheists who observe Christmas. Uh, I don't think. I don't. If you actively reject uh, having a god all year, but then at the end of the year, you give in because you want presents and see your family, then stop masquerading. You're a Christian. Oh, 30 seconds. You accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Don't, don't for a second tell me that you are, that you are an atheist. No, you can't, you can't have it both ways. You cannot absolutely have it both ways. Stop looking at us. It's your time. 15 seconds. What's the also, solution? Also, uh, stop, observ- stop observing Christmas and <laughs> don't go to the birthday of this person who hates you. Oh, wow. Who hates you? Yes. Hates Five you. seconds. If, if you stand, if you stick to the, uh, to the biblical God, then, you know, we are abomination. So don't go to his birthday. That's oh, one wow. minute. Listen. Christmas is post-religious at this point, I think. No, it's everyone, everyone says Christmas that. Christmas is culture. Christmas is culture. <laughs> Every, everyone says that Christmas is uh, it's just buying. St- I mean, I'm not saying anything that hasn't been said. Ever. But you know I, what? But I, it, your takedown of Christmas. Don't observe it. Stop it. <sighs> okay. Why does a MoMA close on Christmas when they are profiting out of so many... <laughs> Artists that have struggled because of Christianity. Well, there you go. If you can spin this in a way that speaks that uh, that speaks truth to power, then I am on board. So, MoMA, leave your doors open on Christmas. Yeah, I agree. There you go. That's 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 the ignore frame. it. Ignore it. Um, but you're saying don't even see your family. Like I I understand. Of course not. No. Oh wow. Okay. All right. All right. Do you not observe Christmas? I do not observe Christmas. No. What holiday do you observe? My birthday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is when. February 11th. Okay. Beautiful. That's a perfect birthday for you. Is it? Yeah. What does that make you? An Aquarius. Aquarius. Yeah. I don't really know what that means. I will say this. We cannot be atheists and uh, believe wholesale in astrology either. Can I be agnostic? Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. We have to to reserve some skepticism towards this, you know, basic pseudoscience. Okay. That, that was my little stupid soapbox. No, I I totally get that. I feel as though I'm agnostic because you can't know anything. You Quote, can't. I feel as though I'm agnostic. <laughs> because you can't know Matt anything. Matt Rogers. I feel as though I'm agnostic. Because that is the definition of agnosticism. You can only know the self, and that is solipsism. Wow. Wow. Guys, this has been a fantastic episode. We, we love our guest, Julio Torres, so much. And Thank you for I being on. And we're, you. I, I, it's truly a joy. It really is. And we don't get to see you enough. No, we don't. That's true. But look, it's the summer. It's the summer. But it is the summer. You're going to be across the pond in August, but Ugh. we will see you but where in can July. They, where can they find you on the internet? Um, Julio Torres. Oh, I... 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 I like exiting a stage 
I couldn't possibly give my Twitter handle. And, and that is Julio Torres. That is his exit. And that is. I cannot do that. You know what? You want to follow him? Too embarrassing. Fuck yourself. There you go. It's too American. Would no, you say? it's it's it. He like, said it's too embarrassing, but embarrassing. it is too American. It is also too and American. being American is embarrassing. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, listen, guys, thank you so much. I'm Matt Rogers. I'm Bowen Yang. Bye. That's Julio Torres. Bye. Oh, Wait, what? What? We should we should sign off in a in a Desperate Housewives way. Okay, which is yes, yes. yes. Everything does come to an end, but every end is a beginning. That was like really bad. Bye. 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 <laughs> This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Joe Cilio, Alex Ramsey, and Brett Boehm. For more podcasts, please visit foreverdogproductions.com. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Croc clogs and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get Titanic, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Some say Titanic is the best gay nightclub in the city, and those people are me. And me. So set sail with this cookie crazy off-Broadway hit and get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.